SOS Radio On Demand. It changed my heart. On Demand. It changes your life. Thanks for downloading Scott Harold's podcast. We're talking about how we define victory in this strange world we've been living in. I'm Scott on SOS Radio. Actually talking with four-time World Series champion Daryl Strawberry today. How are you, Daryl? I'm doing amazing, Scott. How are you doing? Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. You know, we've been talking about turning around our seasons. And, Daryl, you've won the awards. You've signed the big contracts. But you've also battled through tragedy and addiction and cancer. I mean, where does your story start, Daryl? Well, it starts from broken pieces, you know, where everybody's story starts from if they really talk about, you know, where we come from and what happens to us. And, you know, the rejection of my life from my father, who was an alcoholic and beat me when I was a kid. So I was already scarred before I ever put the uniform on. I was already broken. You know, the wounds were real. You know, the uniform just covered up a lot of the stuff. But my pain led me to my greatness, would eventually lead me to my destructive behavior. I've come to a place, you know, where I would never forget my mother praying for me and that God would knock me off my throne, my fame and fortune. And then my wife, Tracy, coming along in my life and leading me back to the Lord. And then my life would be transformed and come to a whole different place. So it starts from the beginning when you see people who go through so many different things and you wonder why and they have everything because you really don't have nothing. You just accumulate a bunch of stuff, but you're still on the inside searching for who you are. We're talking with Daryl Strawberry today at SWS Radio, and he actually wrote a new book called Turn Your Season Around, How God Transforms Your Life. And Daryl, at what point did you realize that transformation was outside of your own strength and your own talent? Well, I think I recognized that, you know, at the height of my career and the life that I was living, completely separated from God. And, you know, I watched my teammate Gary Carter and Mookie Wilson live for God. And, and I just thought that was just a phenomenal way that these guys would live like they did in the midst of the chaotic life that we have as professional athletes. And they were just very simple. And you realize that they were living a different life. So it was something that I always admired and I wanted, and I just didn't know how to get it, you know, but you know, eventually later on in my life that would come to pass, you know, I'm very grateful for having those guys to be able to be the example they were. And I knew it was real, you know, because they never wavered. They never condemned anybody. They just lived according to the life of principles, biblical principles. And, you know, I just thought that was, you know, the most amazing thing that one can play at this high level like this and live a life like that. It's interesting how so many things become intoxicants to us when we have pride that just builds up. When everybody's telling us we're great, we start believing our own press, and you realize, wait, there's something that's still hollow. It's not fulfilling what I thought it was going to be. You talked about in your new book how wealth and fame felt like intoxicants to you. Yes, it's a great emptiness that you have on the inside because you just have stuff and Stuff doesn't make you well. Money doesn't make you well. You know, so many people are searching for that. Well, if I had more of this or more of that, I'll be better. You know, you won't be better. You probably get a little bit more crazier inside because that's what it does to you. And that drive, you know, the flesh needs more. You know, it's never satisfied, you know, and nothing can satisfy you until you have that spiritual birth. And that's when you get satisfied. You become a different person. You see things from a different perspective. You look at life as this is not home. You know, I I understand the biblical principles now. So I live according to where I'm going from here, because I think everybody thinks you're staying here. And as you see every day, people are leaving here and your day is going to come. One day God's going to call your name. Will you be ready? And that's the scary part about so many people. They won't be ready when God calls your name. We're talking about turning our season around with Daryl Strawberry today at SWS Radio. 
He's a Major League Baseball legend, but a lot of people don't know that Daryl has spent a lot of his time helping pull others out of recovery and speaking life to those families that have been struggling with addiction. And Daryl, that's a part of your story as well. We all got a story. We all got a place to, to be able to go back and help people in areas of our lives. I think the problem with it is so many of us are afraid to show our scars and wounds. And when Jesus showed us his scars and wounds, why are we so afraid to show other people? Because you're afraid because <laughs> of what people think. They're going to talk about you anyway. It doesn't matter what they think because we all have something to overcome. We all are sinners. The Bible didn't say some of us would be sinners. It said we all will fall short and we all will be sinners that will fall short of the glory of God. And when you can understand the principles and you learn to live by them, you don't have to look at anybody else. All you have to do is look in the mirror and there you go. You can see there's a sinner that needs a savior that will, Jesus Christ is the only one that can save you by his grace. Nobody else can, and nobody else can get you out of that lifestyle but him. We're talking about how our scars tell us the story of God's redemption with Daryl Strawberry today at SWS Radio. And Daryl, you were diagnosed with cancer back in 1998 and had to undergo chemo. And a couple of years later, that cancer came back. And you actually wrote a whole book about this transformation. And you know, you said when I think about the scars from the two cancer surgeries, I'm reminded of God's mercy and faithfulness. Whether it's physical scars or emotional scars, why do you think scars are so important to crafting our our story of salvation? Well, because we all going to end up with them in some kind of way, some kind of hurt, some kind of physical scar, abuse, or whatever. Whatever scar it may be, we all will end up with something. And we don't deal with it. We can't become the person that God wants us to become. And I think a lot of times people won't deal with the scars of, well, I've never been through anything. You know, I never had those kind of problems. That's what people say about, you know, my problems. But you've had some kind of problems and we've all had some kind of problems. It doesn't matter what kind of problems one person have. You know, mine's were more magnified because of high profile. But there are people that were just like me having those problems and afraid to show their scars and they can't get healed. You'll never get healed if you're afraid to show your scars. I mean, I, we try to live this life, guys, for uh, like make it a secret like nobody will know. But guess what? God knows everything about every last one of us anyway. So he uses us to be able to show people that our scars was for, for real, but he shows them the redeeming part of who he is that heals the scars if you allow him to heal them in your life. You know, it's so fascinating. When we look at people who are successful, we think, oh, they're strong. They've got charisma. You know, they have amazing talent or they have the wealth and the privilege to do all these amazing things. I'm Scott on SWS Radio. We're talking with Daryl Strawberry. You know what, Daryl? It's interesting when you think about pressure. What have you learned about dealing with pressure over the years when you work in a place where you're expected to always produce every single week, every single game, every single practice? I've learned that it's okay to have those type of pressures. You know, just don't let them have you. And I think that's what happens a lot of times in our life. You know, we let the pressures conquer us, you know, and when you don't let them conquer you and you don't quit, you don't give up, you stay in the race and no matter how long, you have to stay in the race. You got to stay in it because you can't win if you're out of the race. And that's what happens to so many people. They delete themselves out of the race and they find themselves not growing and not changing because the challenges are going to be uh, very hard for you to do that. And it's up to you as a person 
to be able to do that yourself. There's helping hands that's going to help you along the way, but also you're going to have to really step up to the plate and you're going to have to really be able to face the challenge. And I think that's the difference of, you know, overcoming a life and one saying, well, you know, I've had some hard luck. You know, we've all had some hard luck. We've all had some very difficult challenges, but you don't become an overcomer by yourself. You become an overcomer because of the blood of the lamb and your walk with Christ and the way you live. And when we understand our, my walk with Christ is far greater than anything I've ever achieved in this lifetime, Scott. And that's the number one thing is it's because daily I have opportunity to go to God and ask God to really keep me, guide me, show me who I am and the purpose of my life. It's interesting, Daryl, when we talk about pressure, we see a lot of drug abuse in our culture. And it's interesting because no teenager says, oh, when I grow up, I want to be addicted to crack or, hey, you know, I'm just going to smoke some weed with my friends. And it's cool. It's legal in this state. You know, there's no problem with that or vaping THC. But Daryl, you've seen that from the other side. And you've walked through it where you've had the fame, the fortune, the giftings, and the addiction that came along with a lot of those things. And what would you say to those teenagers that are going through that time saying, hey, this is no big deal. I'm stronger than any sort of addiction. I would never be addicted to anything. We're just having fun with our friends. That's a really good point, Scott, because it has crippled our society and our young people, and it has confused them that it's cool and that you're going to be all right, but they don't really understand that it's a dead end road. They don't understand. It's just the beginning of more things to come. And I tell the young people like that, that's why we've had such an epidemic in this nation where opiates and heroin have killed all our young people. And they never thought they would get addicted to opiates. But see, they don't understand. It's a vicious cycle. It's not an easy cycle. It's the evil empire of the enemy, the wickedness that he brings about that for kids to say, try this, this will make you feel better. Try this. And that's why I go into the schools and educate the kids about it. Vaping is not cool. I ask the kids, well, what do you get vaping from? Well, celebrities are doing it, so why shouldn't we? They make it cool. We understand that, you know, you're going to have some health issues somewhere down the line. It's going to be caused by some of the things that you do. And, you know, today our generation of young people are hurting and they need the message of hope and truth. And don't try this. And I try to tell young people, don't get started. I got started at an early age. And, you know, people want to scream about, you know, the marijuana maintenance, you know, nothing wrong with it. You know, it's free, it's legal. They bring it out. Yeah, but you know what? At the end of the day, marijuana stopped working. And then you're going to go out, go try something else. And, and before you know it, you lost your way. And that's what happened to me and can easily happen to a lot of young people now. And it has. And that's why we've seen so much death in this nation of young people because of drug addiction. Daryl, what do you suggest for parents who are raising teenagers in this world? And the teenagers are just thinking about social things. They think they're invincible, and mom and dad are trying to shepherd their kids towards God and say, hey, these things like smoking and drinking and vaping, you know, these are going to cause problems, but the kids just feel invincible. The problem is we don't sit at the family table no more and have dinner together and have conversations with the kids. That's gone away because of social media and internet and all these other outlets that have been entertained them and corrupted them and brought them into a place. I'd rather do that than to sit at the dinner table. I tried to explain to parents, you need to get back to the principles of having dinner at the table and talking about real stuff, talking about vaping, talking about drugs, 
talking about drinking, talking about loose living. Because like a lot of parents say, well, we did it. It's no big deal. Yeah, but it's a different time now. The drugs are different. They're more powerful. The kids get addicted. The kids are getting addicted at 13, 14, 15 years old now on everything, hard drugs. They're just bypassing marijuana. and They're going straight to the hard drugs because nothing's working for them. You know, that's the empty void on the inside. And that empty shape of void on the inside, nothing's can feel it to satisfy it, but God himself. We try it with everything else, and I tried it with everything else until I found God, and then he filled that empty void on the inside of me, and I never needed anything again. We're talking with baseball legend Daryl Strawberry today at SWS Radio, and he actually has a new book. It's called Turn Your Season Around. It's about how God can transform your life. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today, Daryl. Well, thank you, Scott. I really appreciate you having me on your radio. And what's your website for Strawberry Ministries for those that want to get a little more information about some of the recovery things we were talking about? Yeah, findingyourway.com. Thanks for listening to the SOS Radio Podcast with Scott Harold. If this discussion encouraged you, feel free to share it with your friends on social media.